This podcast episode is brought to you by the Empowered Business Mom Circle, the customized strategy and coaching program for mom entrepreneurs who are ready to have consistent income, take the next step in leaving the mom guilt behind and embracing the freedom you crave as a mompreneur. The Circle is not another course, but a combination of one-on-one coaching, mastermind support, and group business strategy that is tailored to each member. Because when you are a mom entrepreneur, one size does not fit all. Never again feel like you're missing a secret formula or that you have to choose between being a good mom or growing your business. Get the support you've been craving and learn more today at lonniejackson.com forward slash circle and apply. Welcome to the Brilliant Mompreneurs Podcast. I'm Lonnie Jackson, your host and business coach here to help you create flexible business strategies that can adjust with the chaos of mom life, but still propel you towards your big dreams and goals for your family. If you're ready to double your income without doubling your to-do list and create flexible strategies that convert to income growth and leave mom guilt behind, then you're in the right place. We are dedicated to bringing mom entrepreneurs practical business tactics and strategies, but also sharing the real and raw stories of what it's like to juggle business and babies. We know you have big goals for your business that will give you the freedom you dream of for your family, and we're here to support you in every stage of your business with community, workshops, tutorials, and this podcast. Come on, join us and let's be brilliant together. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Brilliant Mompreneurs Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about something that I hear a lot from moms joining our community right now, and that is imposter syndrome. How do you deal with it? I have imposter syndrome. I can't get over it. I can't, I don't know what to do. I can't grow my business. I feel stuck. Uh, I just feel like I don't know enough all of these thoughts coming up. So we're going to talk about it today. I just felt like a episode would be really relevant in um, that this way I can reference it when people start talking about it. Like, what do I do with imposter syndrome? I'm feeling all this imposter syndrome. Let's talk about it today. So let's go to the definition. Definition of imposter syndrome is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. Um, it's usually disproportionately affecting high achieving people. So if you're a high achiever, this probably affects you. Um, you find it difficult to accept your accomplishments and many question whether they're deserving of accolades, achievements, awards, business growth, maybe getting paid for their services. They're questioning that. So if you feel like you've ever said, oh, I have imposter syndrome and I just like I'm getting stuck in my business and I don't know what to do and I'll, you know, fill in the blanks when you with those thoughts. This is the episode for you. We're going to talk about some of the characteristics of imposter syndrome and then how to overcome it, because really that's the, what we need is not to sit in the fact that, hey, I don't know what I'm doing and I have imposter syndrome, but to say, hey, I, I can overcome this and it's not going to defy me or hold me back or keep me frozen because imposter syndrome really can freeze us up. It really can. And I have experienced it myself. Um, and I've experienced that doubt in my abilities. I've felt like a fraud and it's it's normal. It's not something that I'm never going to say. I'm never going to feel that again. But I've learned how to deal with it instead of it freezing me up and saying, oh, 
I can't do that. Uh, I guess I'm not qualified. I guess I can't take that opportunity. I guess I can't put my name in the ring or in the hat to be a possibility for this solution. No, we don't want you to do that. I want you to be able to put yourself out there with confidence and to say, I'm worthy of this. I'm worthy of um, you know, taking that step and putting myself out there. And I don't have to know everything because you aren't going to know everything ever, ever, ever. You're never going to reach a point where you know everything. Okay. So here's some of the things that I see and have I, when I've done research on imposter syndrome, this is common signs of imposter syndrome, um, an inability to realistically access your competences, skills. So maybe you're thinking, I just don't know enough. I, I haven't had enough experience. I haven't taken enough courses. I don't have a certification. Fill in the blank what you're thinking right now. You say, I just don't have the skills or the experience or the, the ability to think like that or to be able to solve this problem. And this is something I see with um, some of these girls I'm coaching who have told me like, I want to be a coach. I am so passionate about it. I want to coach in this area, but I don't have a certification, so I can't do it. And I'm just like, yeah, is the certification going to give you any more experience? Not necessarily. I would rather work with someone who has experienced a lot and has been through where I, what I'm going through or accomplish what I want to accomplish, then just go with somebody who has a certification. I know there are certifications out there. And I just saw an advertisement, a sweet girl, she was 24. And she just got her coaching certification for business. And I think that's awesome. And she has a lot of knowledge to share. But I, I personally am wanting to look for the person who is has been in my shoes, who has experienced motherhood and building business and all of that. So these moms are saying they don't have a certification but they have the experience of building businesses and raising babies and doing all of life with and growing their business to multiple six figures. I want to talk to them. I need their help. So don't be, don't let that inability to realistically assess your competence and skills hold you back. So maybe you're also attributing your success to external factors. So maybe you say, hey, I don't have 100,000 followers on Instagram, so I guess I'm not qualified to do to be a blogger or whatever that thing is, fill in the blank. You're saying your follower count has to equal this or you're not worthy of it. Or maybe it's you looking at somebody else who's in the same line of um, business as you are and you're like, well, I guess if I'm not as big as her... I'm not successful. Mm. Is that true? Berating your performance. Okay, so what if <laughs> what if you don't live up to your own expectations and then you just, oh man, you're you beat yourself up. You beat yourself up over every little thing you do. Or you just don't even take that chance because you're so scared of it. You fear that you won't live up to those expectations. So you just don't even attempt it. There's also overachieving sabotaging your own success, self-doubt. Oh, that's a big one. Lots of self-doubt with mom entrepreneurs. And then also setting extremely challenging goals and then feeling disappointed when you fall short. Oh man, I totally relate to some of these. I'll, I'll set some 
crazy goals and expectations for myself. And then I'm super disappointed when I can't accomplish it, accomplish it when there's no way I could have in the first place, right? So we, if you've related to any of this list, you are not alone. We feel this imposter syndrome strongly as mom entrepreneurs. So how do we deal with it? How do we get through this imposter syndrome? How do we keep it from freezing us up and stopping us in our tracks? Let's go through the list. Number one, you need to acknowledge it. Ooh, 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 this is such a powerful first step. It always starts with the mind, doesn't it, ladies? We need to just like, hey, I see you, imposter syndrome. I know you're here. I know you're tripping me up. I know you're freezing me in my spot and you're keeping me from moving forward. I see you. I need you just to personally, internally acknowledge it. And then don't stop there. Share it with someone else. This is not to draw attention and be like, oh, look at me. I have imposter syndrome. You know, (laughs) nobody wants to do that. But to say to, to a business bestie or maybe in a community where you feel safe, like the Brilliant Mompreneurs Society, you go in there and be like, guys, I'm really struggling with imposter syndrome. And I just want to admit it out loud. Gosh, other people are going to get that and they're going to relate to it. And sometimes a great way to deal with these strong emotions that we have as mom entrepreneurs is to just realize, hey, I'm not alone in feeling this way. I started the Brilliant Mompreneurs Society Facebook group just because I know how lonely it is to just be like, I, I'm i doing this thing alone. I'm the only one who like has the messy house and is struggling to keep up with housework and struggling to build my business and struggling to get dinner on the table. I felt like I just am the only mom that's doing that, but it's not true at all. And and once I realized there's other moms who felt the same way, who are trying to accomplish the same things I was trying to accomplish, man, it just felt like I was in good company. Man, if she can do it and she struggles, I can do it. And there's a lot of camaraderie that comes when you share and talk about your struggles with other people who also feel the same struggles. So don't be afraid to share it with someone else. And then the next step, number three, we're going to get curious about your imposter syndrome. I love this step. I don't need you to solve your imposter syndrome or micro dissect it or, you know, talk about your childhood and how that trauma affects how you're feeling today. I just want you to get curious. Like, why why do I think I'm a fraud? Why do I think I why do I feel I'm not smart enough? Hmm, that's interesting. And just get curious. There's not a right or wrong answer when you ask these questions. You're just letting them come to you and allowing them to really just like penetrate your heart and penetrate your mind and say, hmm, why do I feel like I have to be perfect? Is is that something I, I really truly believe? So just get curious. This is just the first, you know, one of the first steps your actions are taking to get through that imposter syndrome and say, yeah, this, this is just interesting. I'm just going to get curious about it. The next step, number four, is to take baby steps. This is, this is the one that people realize, you know, when we have imposter syndrome, we think we have to be perfect and we have to think we have to conquer everything. And we have these high expectations for ourselves 
And so when I say baby steps, you're like, oh my God, next thing she's going to say is done is better than perfect. And you're rolling your eyes at me because you've heard that, right? Uh, but I, 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 I want to say that, but it's not going to be the only thing I say. Don't focus on perfect. Focus on small actions and just take the next small step. You don't have to do everything. You don't have to completely launch what you are holding yourself from, back from launching because of imposter syndrome. You don't have to you know, do the whole thing at once. I just want you to take one baby step, one baby step, whether that's just telling people what you're planning, whether it's asking if anybody is interested in it, whether it's what, fill it in, fill it in. What is that next baby step that you can take? You don't have to get it done and just put it out there imperfect in all of its raw glory. No, I'm not saying that. You just have to take one small step. Because when we're having imposter syndrome, we're like, I can't even take the next step because it just, I, I know I'm not, I can't. And we freeze up. So just one step closer to that thing that you know in your heart of hearts you want to do. And you know you you have this desire to, and it's part of your goals. Just take that next step. Next one on the list, number five, you've got to stop comparing yourself. Uh, I know it's hard, but you're looking at other people and you're filling in the blanks of their journey, their knowledge, their strengths, their personality, and their experiences, their qualifications, and you don't know them and they don't have anything to do with you. My accomplishments, my my experiences, my knowledge, my education has nothing to do with you. And when you look at me, you and, and most of you only know me through social media, you're looking at small snippets of my life. You're looking at small pieces of what I want to show you. And you don't get to see all my whole story. You're only seeing what I allow you to see. And that's the same for whoever you are comparing yourself to. You are not seeing that behind that picture, picture perfect Instagram post, there is a pile of dirty laundry or a pile of dishes on the other side of their kitchen. When I was blogging, I can't tell you how many times I would in my kitchen be making a recipe and I would have the most disastrous kitchen you have ever seen. I mean, it was just top to bottom, a hot mess as I was creating this recipe. But I would clear off the counter and make just enough space on a piece of cardboard with contact paper that made it look like I had white granite countertops, which I do not have. <laughs> I have this, you know, the old school brownish, you know, dingy looking countertops. And I would take this picture and you would think from the pictures that I styled and photograph that I have this beautiful, bright, light, airy kitchen. And that is just not true. What you see is not the whole story. It is only what I want you to see. And so don't compare yourself to somebody else when you don't know all the truths. I will tell you that there was, I was experiencing imposter syndrome when I first became a coach and I started talking to someone 
that I really admired. And I was just like, oh man, if I could get as many clients as she has, and if I could be as popular as she has, I would really be, I mean, I'd just be killing it. Um, I, then I wouldn't have to worry about, you know, how much I knew. I could just, I, I, people would just come to me and all these things that the story I was telling myself because I was just looking at her and seeing what she was doing and how she was doing it and her experiences and her tone of voice and how magnetic she was and how confident she was. And then I got to meet her. And when that wall was broken of social media barrier where, you know, you can't see the whole story, she was just an everyday woman who just put herself out there. There was not anything magical about her. She's a lovely, amazing person, but she's just a human. She's just a human. And she just didn't let her fears hold her back. And even my story of how much money she was making and how well she was doing in her business actually wasn't true. I made that up. She never said that she was making half a million dollars, but in my mind, she was. No, she had just hit, um, gotten past her first six-figure year, and she was super excited about that. And so if you're comparing yourself to someone, oh, stop, you don't know the whole journey. You don't know their whole story. And it has absolutely nothing to do with how qualified you are or how ready you are or how much you know. It has nothing to do with you. So stop comparing. Next on the list is to call out the lies. Imposter syndrome is a liar. 99% of the time when I'm talking to women who say they have imposter syndrome, they're just believing the lies. So you need to ask yourself, is this true? Is it true? Is it true that you don't have enough experience? Is it true that you haven't learned enough? Is it true that you have to have 95 certifications and approvals before you can actually be qualified or able to throw your hat in the ring? Mm-mm, it's not. And you need to reframe your thoughts. When you see those lies, you need to put them in front of you and say, I don't believe this. It is not true. I'll share you with you a personal example of a lie that I was telling myself a few years ago. I was transitioning to um, from working multiple part-time jobs. I was a VA. I was a PR manager. I was blogging. I had a a in-person brick and mortar store. I literally had like five jobs and I was working them all part-time and it was killing me. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to believe in myself. I'm going to go to one. I'm just going to go down to one. And I went all in on blogging and the thing I thought was just, oh man, I am not qualified to do this blogging thing. Brands don't believe me. This is so hard. And I just was like, oh, this is so hard. I just don't know how to do this. I don't have enough experience. And I just started telling myself all this, these lies, all the imposter syndrome. Oh, it was coming out so hard. And it was keeping me from submitting to brands in pitching to brands and saying, hey, I can do this for you. And one day I was looking in my photo album 
for a photo for a blog post. I was going back through all of our photos um, on on my computer, looking through photos and seeing, you know, just kind of going down memory lane. And I saw a picture of us in the hospital, in the NICU with our twin girls. And they were three weeks old. It was the first time we held them. And we were picking them up to be their foster parents. And I just had this moment. I was like, oh, man, I had no idea how hard the next two years of my life were going to be when I picked them up from the NICU. Hard doesn't even describe how much we were going to go through over the next two years with being foster parents and going through the adoption process. It was, it was just a lot. And I, like, I could spend a long time telling you about our story, but the, the point is I went through a really hard thing to eventually adopt three beautiful children and turn our family from three kids to six kids in two years, that was really hard. And when I compare it to what was in front of me, sending out an email to a brand, letting them know I would love to work with them, that's not hard. Oh my gosh, I have done harder things than this. And that's what I said to myself. You've done harder things than sending, hitting send on this email. Come on, Lonnie. And so that became kind of my mantra. I really acknowledge whenever I come up to something, I'm like, oh, this is so hard. I don't know if I can do this. I would stop myself and call out that lie. No, you have done harder things than this. And that's just one piece of my story. I literally printed that phrase out, put it in, I went in Canva, designed it up, printed it out and stuck it on my wall. You've done harder things than this. And I did it where I could visually see it every day from where I sat behind my computer. And it helped me. It helped me send out those emails. It helped me break through that first hit send button, which then led it to be easier the next time I hit send and the next time and the next time to where it wasn't hard at all. And imposter syndrome was not an issue anymore. Some of you ladies just need to think you've done some really hard stuff. You've been through a lot. Your experience is crazy. Your abilities are phenomenal. They're different than other people. Yes, but you have something to offer and you need to put it in front of you and remind yourself, hey, I've done the work. I've put in my time. It might look different than someone else's journey. I didn't birth any of my children throughout the vagina. I only gave C-sections and adopted kids. So does that make me less qualified to be a mom because I didn't have a vaginal birth? <laughs> like literally, that's kind of what some of the, the same kind of tune you guys are playing in your head. You're saying, oh, I'm not a real mom. I'm not qualified to lead mothers because of X, Y, and Z. And you're silly. It's so silly when we say it out loud. But that's what our imposter syndrome does. It tells us lies. The last one, this is the last one I want you to try to take, to do, to get over and through this imposter syndrome. Refuse to be frozen. Imposter syndrome is Mr. Freeze. He can freeze you up, but you don't have to let it freeze you forever. 
You don't have to let it stop you from reaching your goals, from stepping forward. You can refuse to be stopped. You can say, oh, hi, imposter syndrome. I see you. I'm going to work through you and I'm going to not let you stop me. Because if I had continued to let that imposter syndrome tell me that I was not qualified to hit send on those emails I wrote to all those brands, I never would have made the income that I did and taken my income from just $400 a month to $4,000 a month. I never would have happened if I hadn't refused to stay frozen. And when I look back on my journey, oh man, am I so glad I refused to let imposter syndrome freeze me up. And I know it is scary and it is hard and your heart is going to race and you're going to feel sweaty and awkward and insert all the emotions and feelings, but it's worth it. It is worth it. So if you today have felt like, oh, imposter syndrome has got me stuck. It's got me frozen. It's you that can break through. It's you that can refuse to be stopped. And you can call that sucker out and say, imposter syndrome, I see you. And I am not going to let you stop me. And take these steps to beat it today. It doesn't have to be all the way and you're never going to fully be done with it. I mean, the just last two weeks ago, two weeks ago, imposter syndrome reared its head on me. I had an opportunity to do something I'd never do, done before. I had an opportunity to consult on a project that was big and massive and just blew my mind. And imposter syndrome reared up its head. It was like, <clears throat> you don't know what you're doing. You aren't qualified to do this. But I stopped it. I didn't let it be frozen. And now, oh my gosh, I got to experience something crazy in my business. And it has already opened up new doors because it didn't freeze me up. I broke through the wall. So your imposter syndrome is never going to necessarily forever be quiet, but you can learn to stop letting it stay in your face and holding you still and freezing you up. And that's what I want for you as a mama, because so many of you have so much to offer and we're waiting for you. We are waiting for you to break through. Don't be frozen. Share your offer and build that business of your dreams. You got this mama. I hope this helps you. If it's helping you or if you want to talk more about imposter syndrome, that's what I'm here for. Send me a DM um, over on Instagram at Lonnie J. Jackson or on Facebook in the Brilliant Mompreneur Society. I don't want you to stay stuck. Breakthrough. Refuse to be stopped. Don't let imposter syndrome say you can't because, my friend, you absolutely can. And I bet you, you also have done harder things than this. Thank you for joining me today. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today on today's episode of the Brilliant Mompreneurs podcast. You can get all of today's show notes at lonniejackson.com forward slash podcast. If you love this episode, take a screenshot of your screen right now and share it on your Instagram or Facebook page so your friends can come and listen too. 
And don't forget to tag me at Brilliant Mompreneurs so I can share the love right back at you. And we'll see you next week on another episode of the Brilliant Mompreneurs.